0: Back, Circling Back Podcast. My name is Will DeFreeze. To my right, Dave
1: Ruff. What's up, man? I'm so happy. Why are you happy? Because I got uh, no dinner plans, and I think I'm going to fend for myself tonight. That's huge. Yeah, I'm going to Matt's El Rancho after this, so I'm pretty excited really? as well. Yeah. This is on the heels of us talking about the quesadilla thing. I know, I'm early. thinking about
0: getting a quesadilla. I might just get a table quesadilla so that everyone has to split the price of it and then I can at least try it and know what I'm working with.
1: Yeah, I think that's a fair thing to do.
0: Normally, we wait a really long time to introduce the oh, third shit. person sitting here. Yeah. Today, I think we need to do it a little sooner. Uh, we have a special guest in studio. You might know him from our Patreon coverage of The Bachelor at this season, Cam. Howdy, howdy, y'all.
1: Cam, what's going on? The always controversial Cam. <laughs> always controversial. Uh,
2: yeah, man, I'm glad to be here in my local city of Austin, Texas, so I appreciate you guys
0: having me. Hey, we have, where, where's Dylan? See, Dylan had a he had a slight emergency before we started recording, so he unfortunately had to sit out. He grabbed his pants. Yeah, no, he didn't grab his <laughs> pants. He's fine. He didn't grab his pants. But I no wrong. Dylan for this, unfortunately. We'll, we'll, we'll get by. So how's it been going, man? You've had a quiet few days, I'm sure.
2: Yeah. Um it's been uh, it's been entertaining to say the least, you know, being back home and, and you know, re watching the season unfold. You know, it's interesting you actually get to hear what the guys truly think about you from their interviews in the oh, mansion. Yeah. yeah. Is
0: that weird scene like behind the scenes, like I mean, seeing the, like, actual interviews?
2: Yeah, it really
0: is, because, you know, you have
2: conversations with the guys, and you assume everything's, you know, all fine and well, and it's, you know, no different than having real friends, and then you heard from a friend of a friend, well, this is what, you know, so-and-so really thinks about you. So, uh, it's, it's been pretty entertaining, and um, yeah, happy to, happy to be here and, and chat with you guys some
1: more. So, what is your viewing like? So, are you watching this at home by yourself, or are you doing, like, a viewing party with your buddies? Uh, definitely, you know, with,
2: with my close friends and family, uh, the first episode, the premiere, um, I watched that with, uh, my parents and my sister and a lot of my childhood friends and also a couple of my elementary and high school teachers. So <laughs> having them, uh, you know, Having them there, it, it, it's you know interesting to see yourself on TV, but uh, one of the most awkward moments of my life is when I got that first kiss with Hannah mm-hmm. and uh, just looking over at my mom and dad, you know, beat red faces, and uh, I had my old choir teacher giving me a round of applause, so
1: hopefully I made her proud. <laughs> I love that. As far as like makeouts go on that show, though, I feel like that one wasn't... like Hannah's been... She hasn't been going too hot now. She did have that moment with the, on the massage table with... Uh, She's oh, had some boy. moments this season, really. Yeah, I mean, but I feel like that. Yours was pretty tame. Yeah, night one's usually pretty tame as far as the the makeout. Like nobody starts mosting or anything, if you know what I mean.
0: Like when you're kissing on camera, I, I assume this is the first time you've kissed on camera.
1: Oh, one hundred percent.
0: And I'm not even
2: really one for PDA when I do have a serious girlfriend, so it was definitely a first for me. But. Honestly, our conversation was flowing so well. And I kind of had that unfair advantage of meeting her at after the final rose. So it wasn't truly like my first time meeting her. That's why I said, hey, you know, typically I don't kiss on the first date, especially if I really like someone. And seeing as that this is our second date, technically, Uh, went in for it. And actually I asked for her permission, which is, you know, I I think important not only just from a consent, but, you know, it was night one. So I wanted to make sure it wasn't too soon for her.
0: You also don't want to be the guy on night one who goes in for the kiss and then gets swerved. Yeah. Like that's just, that's a tough look no matter how you draw it up. Exactly. Yeah. So fortunately
2: I didn't get swerved on and uh, you know, already had the rose. So if it went really, really bad, I assume she couldn't have eliminated me. (laughs) You did
0: already have the rose. Did you mix it up at all at the, uh, At the, after the final rose thing, like, did you get to meet anybody else that was at that?
2: No, no. They just isolated Um, you? It was, it was pretty isolated. I mean, we, we chatted with some of the guys, uh, the other four guys that were there just super briefly, but, you know, I think we still wanted to maintain the element of surprise night one in the mansion. So it was super brief. So not enough to really even get a solid read on any of the guys, just a quick handshake. And, you know, we were, we were on our way.
1: So, uh, the question that I think everybody wants me to ask was the, uh, was the freestyle was that off the dome or did you have that prepared so coming out of the limo i actually had
2: something prepared and i was practicing for like hours in my uh, hotel room getting ready for it but as soon as you know you roll up to that infamous mansion you see the lights all of the nerves associated with that evening you know you have 29 other eligible bachelors who are probably doing something just as creative literally as soon as i was about to open the door from the limo to approach Hannah for the second time, I completely forgot all of the words to the rap that I would pre-written. <laughs> so what you guys saw was actually legitimately a true freestyle off the top of my head. And that was one of the hardest things I ever did, not only to keep it flowing, but like to keep it appropriate and to try to say the right things without looking like too bad of an idiot. I have like Acapella second-hand too. anxiety, yeah. like thinking
0: about like stepping out of the limo and just like, I, I can't even imagine. I don't want to imagine.
1: Man, that's I actually okay because I've I've honestly I'll pull back the curtain here. In fact, I'll just rip the curtain right off. Okay, I'm gonna rip it off. Uh, I was I was a little bit critical of that, but now that I know that uh, that was that was freestyle, man, I, I respect it. Yeah, that got be...
2: I don't know how I managed to pull out the whole Nick Saban line, but I had to find some sort of Alabama football reference. I said I got a soul that's worth saving. I'm trying to win the game. Like my name is Nick Saban. So you know, I, I don't think everyone caught that because they were just seeing me kind of goofy, you know, trot up and down. And I think it would have been a lot cooler if I had like an instrumental beat, but I was going acapella and walking and trying not to trip or stumble over my words. So, yeah,
1: yeah, Intense. I'm a, I'm really, I'm looking through my notes. So I I, I do notes because you know we do this weekly, right? Actually, I gotta pull up mine. So I'm I I, I want to be transparent because I, I think I I'll be honest,
0: Cam, I was a harsh critic of you at first. <laughs> I was like I I. I I all. I've been a harsh critic on several people that we've had on this podcast. Beforehand. Oh, Jack Stone, we we. I ripped Jack Stone apart, we and I felt Jack bad about Stone it. I, I was a, now he's our best friend. I was a, a critic of Colton, and and he flipped me. And you've already flipped me. Like we've been hanging out for like a few minutes
1: now, and uh, I have a note that says "Cam, kill me now," uh, and see, I don't know what that means. There's yeah, no punctuation you, or context. <sighs> I don't know if I'm asking you to kill me, or if I just want someone to kill me because of you. <laughs> um, but I did, do have another note, and, and this is good. It says Cam busting busting into this date with the ostrich boots. We respected that. Yeah. Um, you kind of look like every dude who like works in Dallas, Fort Worth, or Houston uh, on Friday. <laughs> yep. Like, uh, business cash Friday, Cam.
2: That was total biz cash. And I think the biggest debate I was having internally before crashing that group date was tucking in the shirt or leaving it untucked. But- <laughs> for the, for, that's when you interrupted. That's
0: when I interrupted, right, on that on that how do you, date. How do you convince them to let you interrupt a date? Like, I assumed you don't see that happen every season. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't think it was a matter of convincing
2: anybody. You know, I was there in the mansion for about seven, maybe eight days without getting, you know, one-on-one date or the group dates week one. So one of my love languages, words of affirmation yeah. and, and also quality time. So both of those, A, I didn't really have quality time with Hannah up until that point. And I sure as heck wasn't getting any words of affirmation. So, she literally told us, you know, when she approached all the guys, "I'm looking for a bold man." And in that moment, I felt like, you know what, I'll be bold, and I'm gonna go just have a
0: quick conversation with her. And what girl doesn't want a romantic gesture with with some flowers? I, re- I respect it. You've also, I mean, you've done True a gentleman. couple. Yeah, you've done a couple things on the show that have been classified as bold. I think one has to do with chicken nuggets.
1: Yeah, you nugget cucked that motherfucker. <laughs> You yeah. brought, it, dude. Okay, did you know you were gonna drag him along? No, it, no. See, because
0: uh, I, that was the most genius thing you did the entire time. Was you brought him along so that he couldn't technically get mad? It's not like you took
1: her away, dude. He, you, you stole just his him soul. Along. You stole the soul from his body.
0: Yeah.
2: So, um, a little background on that. So, I I love Kevin. He's a really smart guy, really deep guy, and he and I actually had some great conversations. And he was one of the guys that was on the group date that I interrupted. And, you know, I wasn't interrupting for the sake of like robbing the clock and making sure none of the guys got time with her because I just wanted to be quick and concise and just give her a gesture and be on my way because the last thing I wanted was a big target on my back and having all the guys hate me. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, you know, with me crashing the date, it did suck up a lot of time. So Kevin, I don't even think he got a chance to talk to Hannah that night. And, I mean, I felt a little bit guilty about it and, you know, I didn't want to be known as the guy who was constantly barging in on on one-on-one conversations. So originally I was planning to just do the one-on-one with Hannah, you know, with a little nugget picnic and quick little context. So <laughs> night one, Hannah and I had a conversation. Um, you know, I alluded to, you know, I'm an onion with a lot of layers and it's coincidental because I actually hate onions. And she's like, yeah, you must have been a picky eater growing up. And I said, yeah. Uh, she's like, you grew up on chicken nuggets, didn't you? And I said, actually, yeah, I did. And and at that point in time, her favorite dipping sauce was honey mustard. And I never even had honey mustard before.
0: What? Ever? Like ever? Ever. Yeah. Dude, wow. how, how old what are, are you?
2: you? I'm 30. I don't know. You're I, missing I, out. I'm I, like, well, I did have my first dip of honey mustard when you guys saw it. That was my first honey
0: mustard. Give I,
1: us your knee jerk honey mustard take. Yeah. What is it? good not great I, I think it's a tier two dipping sauce I,
0: I will only eat it if like they're out of the other st- hold on settle the dispute where are these nuggets from um ba-da-ba-ba-ba. that's
2: what i'm giving you a hint for oh yes oh, he, no. he
1: was loving it okay
2: okay yeah.
0: that's what we thought they were from uh there seems to be a lot of chicken nuggets around this season that's all i'm saying yeah
2: so <laughs> so anyway when it was you know my turn to kind of have that one-on-one time with hannah in that moment you know hannah had entered the mansion that night for the cocktail party and she was very emotional i mean you guys can see she was crying Mm -hmm. and that was you know it was kind of tough to read like i didn't know if someone in her family or something bad had happened but she was just feeling kind of overwhelmed and and honestly like just feeling blessed that she's been given this opportunity so I wanted to take that time to kind of make it more lighthearted and be inclusive mm-hmm. uh, and, and bring Kevin along. Cause I did feel bad that I robbed some of his time and, you know, honestly looking back, I definitely wouldn't have included him on what should have been one on one time for <laughs> Hannah and I, but you know, it's just in my <laughs> it made nature. It, it, if made I, it so much better. Though. I know, I know, but it's just kind of in my nature. If I know that someone's down or I have a group of friends that are feeling down, I try to like lift them up. So I wanted to do something again, super lighthearted. So I included you know, both of them in this uh, what's now being called chicken nugget
0: ceremony. And, um, yeah, I guess Kevin wasn't too pleased about that. You were just sitting in a heart with chicken nuggets. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you get the engagement ring box from with the honey mustard inside of it?
2: Uh, they, they
0: provided it for me. Okay. okay. Yeah, Okay. Yeah, I they made I, sure I'm, I was taken care of. I think I asked that question on one of our episodes, so I had to know. You I didn't, didn't go to Jared's, if that's what you're okay. asking. Okay. Well, what's, yeah, what's the name of the guy that actually does all the rings? Uh, Neil Lane. Yes. Oh, the great yeah. Neil Lane. Dude, he's got the best gig. Oh, totally. Best
1: gig going. Hey, um, I've been told I need to ask you about the Ceiling Fan light bulb Connection, because you know, wow. I, th- I think I know your bandmate.
2: <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, so Ceiling Fan light bulb Connection was the first band I was ever in in high school. I was like sophomore year of high school. At my high school, they had like a little talent show and even like a battle of the bands, and uh, it was a two-man band, me and my buddy Ty, and our inspiration was Tenacious D. So okay. we actually did a couple Tenacious D covers, and you know I played harmonica and drums while he you know played guitar, and, and we kind of harmonized. So yeah, ceiling fan light bulb connection. That was uh, my first band. back uh, in the day. So the name, you know, uh, yeah. looking
1: looking back, I mean that probably wasn't the move. Maybe the reason why y'all didn't take off, right? Yeah,
2: I think just the whole. <laughs> you know creativity behind coming up with a band name is just so obscure and we were literally at his house i was laying like back on his sofa looking up and saw a ceiling fan and one of the light bulbs was dangling down and i was like ceiling fan light bulb connection you know 15 year old version of me not on drugs well
1: i thought that was very creative that was my that was my next question (laughs) because this this has like um i don't know mushrooms written all over
2: (laughs) no no that was uh high on life just (laughs) Damn. A immature 15-year-old. I wish I could have, you know, a scapegoat for that, but no. Uh, when,
1: you, when you're when you at Bachelor Mansion, what's your go-to beverage of choice?
2: Okay, my go-to beverage of choice was, um, I'm a whiskey guy, but I don't like to drink whiskey all day because that can be pretty oh, yeah. intense. That's
1: dangerous. Then you be dangerous. Then you end up like uh, Luke P. Oh. oh I'm nice. sorry. Dude, come on. Can I, what? We thought we were doing the... I don't know. I'm sorry. He just, he just was a little aggressive.
2: Yeah, and, and for me, like whiskey, it's kind of like whiskey roulette. I can never control what type of intoxication. I'm either like super happy life of the party or going to like a dark place. So to avoid that altogether, I, I was more of a vodka, soda, water, lime, you know, low calorie. and A lot, uh, of, the, a lot of people call that Tito, So representing uh, Tito's Austin. So oh, yeah. that's all I was drinking out there.
0: That's uh, he was just drinking dave's constantly man just
1: wearing ostrich ostrich boots drinking vodka sodas you're like every dude on west sixth
0: pretty much
2: man as much as i hate to admit that i fit that stereotype which That's isn't okay. there a bar stereotype on west Sixth. there
1: is oh yeah i forgot there about is. that place hey uh do you get any grief when you pull out the ostrich boots
2: uh See, no if, actually okay. i've gotten nothing but compliments people love that and they're square-toed so it's not like super cowboy pointed toe and you know a lot of people don't know that it's actual ostrich skin, and I figure you know Hannah with her southern roots and being a bama girl, she would appreciate the uh the cowboy boots part of my texas heritage
1: we were we were wondering why you didn't rock a blazer and just go full George Strait. <sighs> we thought that was the I was think like, our only criticism of that fit you know we're I, very critical I don't know if i
0: yeah. Why didn't? Yeah, why didn't you should have got, you could have should have gone cowboy hat too. Ah,
1: I know.
2: <laughs> well, we we couldn't wear any we couldn't wear any headwear um, or yeah, or glasses. So um, you know, I've actually changed up my hairstyle a little bit because I've gotten a lot of comments uh including rachel Lindsay, the former bachelorette herself oh, she no. says abc stands for another bad comb over
0: she was that <laughs> a, did she do that on twitter
2: no she did it on the sarah and strahan show oh okay on, on never television, mind on good morning wow. america Dude,
0: she's all about the
1: one line like another savage bad comb over yeah what the
0: hell yeah i
2: guess i had to give her credit for that and i i kind of agree how know, many looking back
1: so i i feel like they every time you said always be cam they they put that in there. Were there any on the cutting room floor? Like that they left off? Because I mean they shoehorned that in like forty-eight times. Yeah, and everyone everyone asked me, you
2: know, hey, how many times did you actually say that? Which people who actually know me have rarely actually never talk in third person. It was just one of those things. In the moment I was talking about just being myself and I wanted to keep it simple, nothing more simple than ABC. And, you know, being in sales, you know, y'all know the Alec Baldwin famous quote always be closing uh, so I just changed it to always be cam and a lot of my friends have made like a drinking game out of it when they're watching the show anytime I say it they you know take a sip or two of their of their beverage so. oh wow
1: and they're all dead now <laughs> yeah because <it's laughs> of this
0: game someone okay I need to ask you about the Uh, When you were standing outside and you had like Tyler come up to you and I forget who else came up to you Yeah, Garrett. Is that actually intimidating when they come up to you? Are you just like come on? What the hell are you doing?
2: You know at that point in time? I was just super stoked that I got to spend a little bit of time with Hannah had a great quick conversation Got a little kiss. She walked me to the door and I was ready to go and did a quick little interview But then that's when the guys started coming one by one and you know i'm pretty non-confrontational which you know most people wouldn't know after seeing the show like you you stirred a lot of shit up you have to be you know willing to to answer for all your actions and the guys who came at me was very interesting because you know several of them said you know all is fair in love and war and i said my point exactly and i just kept reiterating to them like guys you know why are you wasting your time in here talking to me like you should be in there talking to hannah and you know The biggest thing that I reiterated to to a lot of the guys is, you know, when we first entered the mansion, did Chris Harrison or did Hannah hand us this rule book of, you know, Bachelorette 101, things that you should and shouldn't do? Mm -hmm. And I get it that there's a certain structure to it. But, you know, she wanted something bold. And that, in my mind, I did what I felt was bold and, you know, a romantic gesture that the other guys just, I think they're a little bit jealous
1: that they didn't think to do it themselves. I guess The Bachelor is just unwritten rules only. Oh, yeah. That's it. I respect it. Give me a knee-jerk Chris Harrison take because you know, and don't say anything negative because we're boys with Chris. He's done this <laughs> podcast. Uh, we're supposed to get Q with him next time he's in. Yeah, you know, for the
0: barbecue. I don't. I don't know if he's going to follow up on that. Uh, you know, we're still waiting for the callback, but <laughs> we'll get it.
1: What What you think of Chris?
0: You know, he's actually a really cool
2: guy. Um, I didn't get a whole lot of time with him, but uh, you know, he's he's very engaged in the conversations that he has, and like when he addresses the group of guys, like you can tell he knows a little bit of something about all of us. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no secrets in Chris Harrison's
1: arsenal. I've been, uh, I've been thinking about like, even though I'm married, I've been thinking about going on the show the next time around. Bachelorette. Yeah. Just so I can like, just hang out with Chris. Like, see, maybe like, Hey man, you want to get out he here and said go He said he picked
0: now? Colton to be the bachelor so that they could just uh, hang out together yeah, and, work, then,
1: and get like workouts and so. go, go work out. Now Chris has Colton like training to become like the next, uh, champs tour golfer. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, how many times do you think he sneaks off to play golf? Can you can you tell us that? I mean, I have no idea, but if I had to guess, I'd
2: say five days out of the week. I mean, he's got a golden job, man. He doesn't have to show up too too often, and he, I'm sure, has connections at every single golf course in Southern California and probably the U.S. for that matter. So definitely uh, envious of his lifestyle. And Chris, if you're listening, I'm down to hit the links with you sometime, bud. Love it.
1: Yeah, Chris, um, I know you're listening because you're a friend of the pod. Uh, when are we gonna get the cue? That's what we call barbecue. barbecue a lot of people yeah, don't barbecue. know that. That's
0: what he said, so we have to go with it.
1: Uh, so you are you you're a Houston guy, right?
2: I was born and raised in Houston, but uh, I've spent six years in Austin, and uh, I consider this to be home.
1: Okay, so obviously you've got a musical background. You're not afraid to get on the mic. Who are some of your influences?
2: Ah, uh, in terms of like rap, just in general.
1: In you, general, you, let's go let's go hip hop.
2: A uh, hip hop. Uh, rest in peace Mac Miller I love Mac Miller um, died too soon his latest album Swimming was incredible like track by track it's just kind of a tragedy that he died too soon um, I like old school Snoop Dogg too uh, I just like kind of more fun uplifting rap but then also if you're gonna get deep I like the stuff that kind of makes you think that's got layers to it not this mumble rap crap that's made oh damn. now.
1: not a mumble rap guy No. so no. not not in the future any of that stuff No. Okay. I understand it
0: not, I'm not a future guy either.
1: You know a lot of people are going to listen to this podcast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Okay. I,
0: do you think Future's going to listen and come at me for saying that?
1: I do. He's been known to do that.
0: Can I ask you a question about some of the other guys? Sure, yeah. Who's Who would you be most afraid to like square up against out of all the guys that were there? Ooh, you know, there's so many fit guys there. It was super intimidating. Me
2: and Grant uh, were the guys, kind of the dad bods of the house, mm-hmm. and... uh but I mean, I wouldn't want to mess with Mike Johnson. I mean, he's ex-military. Dude, he's unit. he's like an inch or two taller than me, and he's got that reach. And he's you know he's an athlete too. Yeah. And I just I wouldn't want to be on his bad side. Uh, he kind of looks like you were. He, you kind of were on his bad side. The, uh...
0: He did call you King once, which I thought was pretty nice of him.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. But I, I also wouldn't want to mess with. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Mike Johnson also knows uh, Kramaga. That that's the thing at Cromagah.
1: Yeah, we I actually just learned what that was. It's a self defense. Self-defense, yeah, I didn't know what
2: that was. Yeah, kind of like Brazilian jiu jitsu. I don't know. I'm probably wrong on the association there. But you know, I wouldn't want to mess with with Tyler C either. Uh, or, he looks big, he's a, dude. Big, he's big. Former he's a, tight end. Yeah, right? he's a former tight end. Big collegiate athlete. Uh, he's he's got some size. He's about my height too. So about six three, six four. And then obviously, Luke P., that guy was just a ticking time bomb. And, you know, (laughs) I don't want to have to square up with him. Thank goodness I didn't have to.
1: Is he, how tall is he? We were having this discussion. He's not that tall. Yeah, that's like
2: like 5'9. of figured that out. Uh, Maybe. uh, Definitely lower than six foot. And, you know, so he's got a way better, you know, lower center of gravity than me. So he could, he could wipe me out at the knees easily.
1: (laughs) Um, so and you probably wouldn't want to mess with connor s either because like his pledge bros will show up and just beat your ass oh gosh
2: connor s Connor was actually a really chill dude. I got along with him great. I mean, he, he's not. That makes he's sense. not that's from the least Texas. surprising sentence of all time. Yeah, he's not from Texas, but he he, he lives in Dallas, so I kind of consider him to be a Texas boy. So He, he so was, was really could. chill, and he's got that. You know, I'm just super bummed that Hannah was sick. You dude, know, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's like yeah. pretty. It's yeah, like pretty. Yeah, good. Connor, I'm actually from Michigan, but he's he from, from Michigan? Michigan. Yeah, he's from Michigan, dude. Who would have thought? This right? makes all the
1: sense in the world. He and I need to chill, man. We've been. I, we, everybody's been so fascinated with connor s yeah as they should be yeah you know dude's like, got a banging bod like he's he's
2: tall and he is trimmed up i mean he was a collegiate swimmer. connor yeah connor s he he swam at smu so he's oh. he's got like a michael phelps type physique he's, he's got he's, those long muscles yeah
1: yeah good for Ew. him
0: man <laughs> damn i didn't know that i didn't realize that
1: yeah also uh not afraid to rock the all birds on national yeah do you television. want
0: a pair of all is that is that shoes? There's some sneak. Yeah, there's sneakers. We're quite critical of them on this podcast. I do I'm not. not I don't wear any Allbirds, <laughs> not not sure
2: what that is. Okay. Is there it kind were... of like a Toms
0: shoe? Uh, it's like the Toms for like a finance guy. Ah, uh, okay. So it was on brand for him. It, so. Yeah, it could be. Um So, given the opportunity, would you like to go to paradise? You know, I've kind of been back and forth in my mind about it. I think
2: it would be a great opportunity because I mean, all in honesty and truly, I really do want to find my person. Mm-hmm. And I think the great thing about paradise is that you're kind of isolated again, but you're with like-minded individuals who kind of know what it, what it's like to be in this environment, to be on the bachelor and bachelorette. So, you know, given the opportunity, I'd love to, I, I think it would be, you know, a great time to be out there in the beach in Mexico
0: and, you know, hopefully find my gal. Have, okay. So Do you have any crushes on girls from any previous seasons? Like you've just seen them and you're like, I think I get along with them. I kind of like them. Yeah, so like truly, I I wasn't really
2: like a big Bachelor Nation fan. So I hadn't really seen past seasons Mm -hmm. uh, in their entirety. So I really don't know much about any of the female um, contestants except for Colton's girls, because that's the one I had, you know, obviously invested interest, you know, thinking that one of these gals was going to be the Bachelorette. And so I wanted to kind of, you know, understand you know kind of how they interact and maybe some of their background story um but you know some of the ones that stood out to me from Colton's season was was Kaylin um you know I beyond her just being beautiful I just kind of I loved her personality and you know she had a pretty touching background story with what she went through in college and then I know she had some scares, um, some health scares when she was a little girl. So I think that's something that we both kind of have in common. Okay, uh, okay. You know, Demi's also a Texas girl. Um, man, and she, she seems like a little
0: firecracker. Give me the Demi-Cam
1: connection. <laughs> you know uh, you know, last season she was my Ushi-Wylan-Wylan player of the week on more than one occasion. <laughs>
0: yeah. Do you think it's yeah, a pretty big was,
1: honor?
2: She was she Wylan was for sure. Um, uh, Hannah G., she's also really beautiful. And, I man, I can just, I can see them getting us to do some freestyle rap battle oh yeah maybe maybe i come out of retirement rap retirement for wait are you retired you know after watching this you know back this season i i have decided to to make like jay-z and go into retirement so yeah i i have to say to rap on the raps i would i would
1: never want to watch myself uh putting a freestyle together on on camera it's hard enough listening to myself to a podcast talking into a mic uh, actually, watching my face as I deliver uh, a mediocre line <laughs> or bar would just be too much for me.
0: Yeah, that's a little frightening. Yeah, I don't like seeing myself on camera.
1: No, I don't. Actually, I don't either. Uh, hey, were you? You weren't a part of the uh, the night one? I think it was night one or night two. Like the the drag date? Were you?
2: No, no, I was not. And honestly, I wish more than anything that she would have picked me for that. Because when the guys came back to the house and they were talking about like, some of them had never even heard of drag, let alone like like I'm a huge fan of RuPaul's Drag Show. Like yeah. I have a lot of you know, friends and coworkers that I would watch have viewing parties of RuPaul. So like I think I would have really thrived in that environment. I don't know what talent I would have done, but definitely would not have been rapping. Maybe played my harmonica or something. I don't know.
1: You know what talent? You definitely should have done. You should have gone up there and and told um, Hannah that you loved her. <laughs> that would have been a great talent. I feel like that's gonna work out really well if somebody does that.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, someone was was there for the right reasons, and I guess
1: you just know when you know when you you're know, in front of a live studio audience. You know, love wins and stuff. It just happens quick. Uh, that date was demoralizing because like you had all these guys like Jed and is it Jed? It's Jed. I'm getting it right, right? Jed. Yeah. Jed gets Jeb. his name wrong every single time. I say Come- Jeb. Jeb, Judd. He's low-key yeah. Jack, too. Well, Judd is very Like, jacked. out of nowhere, yeah. he took off his shirt, and it was like, oh, well, my that's God. That's the thing. So, like, all these guys, like, they're in good shape. Like, look like they've been taking their creatine, like good young lads. Mm-hmm. And then you got Luke P. peels it off, and it's just on another level. He was He's too big. The body fat's too low. Yeah. He's, too, like, he's a Greek god. Maybe that's yeah. his problem. Like, the body fat's, like, hovering under 6%, and it's just not healthy for any human. He's just not self-aware. He wasn't. Maybe that's why he panicked and... His talent was to uh, creep out most of us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, apparently it worked somehow because he got crowned Mr. Right. I know he didn't get the group date rose, but
1: I guess he said the right things. I think she just... I think she panicked. I think she panicked as well and was like, okay, well that was really awkward. I just... Give him the rose. Maybe it'll just... It'll go away, but... It's entirely possible. Um, what else, Will? We got Cam here. I know. Hey, so do you think um, your... Okay, so it obviously didn't end well for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I feel like it, we, we kind of knew it wasn't going to end well for you when she was, she said something about, I like people to be bold, but the right kind of bold. Yeah. And I feel like she was kind of throwing... I mean, no, she was. She was definitely adding you, right?
2: Yeah, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, like as a child and your your parents addressing you and a sibling if you have one, and they're not talking directly to you, but you just know that they're directing it towards you. And yeah. honestly, that night... In the mansion, when she gave that speech, I kind of feel like that was kind of her her warning shot to me. Like, hey, you got to be bold, but you also still got to be respectful of the other guys. So I think that's kind of what she was inferring, to.
1: Yeah. You know, looking back, is there anything you want to do differently there? or
2: uh, Definitely never, ever talking third person again. Oh, come on. <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, the whole ABC thing. But dude, thing, Cam was being Cam at that I, point. I, and as you said, I say, was being myself. Yeah, I was always being myself. And that's the sentiment behind ABC Always Be Cam. It's not like to try to like be this alter ego. It's like, hey, it's very easy for people to kind of morph when they're in this uncomfortable environment into something they're not. And I truly was myself the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I was ABCing it up
1: the whole time. Okay, so I'm trying to think of the best way to ask this without sounding like a dick. What uh, what is the what what was the story the medical story back in the day? Because I feel like it didn't really come through. And if had you had more time to to uh, yeah describe that, I think people would have been more sensitive to it.
2: Yeah, um, and the reason why I addressed the group of guys um, before speaking to Hannah um, is because I wanted them to know that hey, we're about to have a tailgate party, and I want that to be super fun because I'm from Texas A&M. We we love the tailgate just as much as Bama does, and I didn't want to put a damper on the afternoon but at the same time like i needed to be completely transparent with hannah because what i was thinking is is our future like if this is a woman that i'm going to potentially going to marry and even short term if she was going to invite me to future group dates where they may be doing a physical activity like the roller derby i wasn't on that one but mm-hmm. had i been on that one i would have had to pull hannah aside and be like hey Um, I kind of have a long medical history with my knee and I just physically can't compete. Like to me that would have felt like a little bit more manipulative if I told her there in that moment versus being transparent and upfront with her. So um, unfortunately the guys you know put this notion that I was looking for a pity rose but I mean if you're trying to date someone or if you're already in a relationship with someone who wants pity? I mean sympathy
0: and empathy is one thing but pity is just weakness in my mind. Mike literally said that you were asking for a pity rose.
2: Yeah, that was that was pretty unfortunate. But I think you Did know, you no favors there? Did me no favors <laughs> there, not, not representing a fellow Texas boy too well there. But I I, I I kinda know why he did it because I think he felt that when I told everyone there were no rules, that was like ultimate anarchy. Anything goes so I can go and tell Hannah something that I straight up didn't say. But you know, it is what it is. Have you and, ever
1: read The Prince by Machiavelli? Uh, i have not you should read it before you go to paradise it's a light reading
0: if i mean if i go to paradise if you go to paradise yeah. if you just don't want to get like it i don't even know anything about it so oh okay i, sh-
1: I should read it too shout out to all my poly nerds out seriously. there seriously
0: um cam we can't thank you enough for being here yeah no this has it's been, been phenomenal.
2: phenomenal it's been a pleasure guys and uh glad i can be here even though you're right here in my backyard Happy to
1: be back any other time. Let's we gotta get it. some Q next time. Yeah. We gotta Q. get some barbecue up in here. That's our new bit for the Bachelor people. We're just only eating barbecue. Only and eat doing barbecue bachelor. And yeah, I talk. think
2: in Bachelor Nation they talk about getting all the tea, but no, let's get some Q and, all, and we'll talk. I like that. I'm
1: down for that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks again to Cam Ayala. Cameron Ayala on Instagram. If you like that interview, you can catch some more of Cam on our exclusive bachelorette content it's on patreon subscribers only go to patreon.com slash circling back and if you're new here and you just you like our uh, fun and easy banter check us out at circling back on itunes spotify all that stuff we do uh, two normal episodes and then we do all of our, our uh, bachelorette bachelor content on patreon so hope you like it get had fun